Big Podcast. Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper coming to you from Big Podcast, World Headquarters, Nashville, Tennessee. Bigpodcast.com is the site, and that is the place to go. If you want to build a podcast audience, get more people to your podcast, make them care about your podcast, make more money with your podcast, make them care about your message, have a better podcast. I hope you do that there, and I'm going to help you do that here. This is part two of a series that I'm doing on audience interactivity. If you've not heard part one, it's what I call a wedding DJ trick. And if you want that, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Get on the feed, baby. Get that last episode. Make sure you hear it. Got three buttons for you. One for Android, one for iPhone, one for RSS. It's super easy. You get it for free. It's delivered automatically. You're going to get that wedding DJ trick about how to grow your podcast, specifically your audience interactivity on your podcast through something very simple that you can do on your next episode. On this episode, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to call it a horror movie trick. Zeta Christian, she is the oldest podcaster that I know. She started podcasting, started podcasting at age 69. She's 74 years old now. She just did a radio segment about dementia. I want you to check out this trailer. My husband is a gentleman, a handsome, honest, hardworking, romantic man, eight years my senior. Our 40th wedding anniversary was last summer. We didn't celebrate. He doesn't know who I am. That hits hard. And the reason it hits hard is because of tension. That's why I call this the horror movie trick. If you've ever seen a horror movie from the 80s, you know what I'm talking about. Something is happening. Scary sounds, weird stuff, something. We don't know what it is. That's the tension. But we know it's coming. Something's going on in the background that the people on the screen don't know, or maybe they know a little bit of it. Maybe you want to jump in and say, don't do it. You teenage college couple right there, for some reason you want to go outside and make out, don't do it. It's bad news. Something's happening. You are let in that there's something more than maybe they know. Same thing happened with this podcast intro. You know that something is going to happen when she drops that bomb on you and you're just waiting for it. So you keep watching, you keep listening. That's what you want the listeners of your podcast to do. Two things to add to your podcast if you want to keep people engaged. What you heard on the opening to Zeta's piece, it's also a trailer, is she's building tension. She does that with her words and she does that with music. But the other thing that she does is this. And this is what makes something interesting. This is why you change your words up. You don't play a recording. You don't want people to know what's coming. You're going in one direction and then you go into another. It keeps you on your feet. You don't get bored. I've got another clip for you. This is another clip from Zeta. It's from the same piece. It's a little bit longer, but it's related to what I talked about on the last episode, which is releasing that tension, getting your audience to fill in the blanks. I want you to stick with me on this. It's about seven minutes. It's important. It's an important message for one. I think when you hear it, you're like, oh, okay. This is something that maybe I've got a friend who's dealing with, or maybe I'm dealing with it myself. But as a podcaster, I also want you to listen to it because I want you to hear how she ramps up the tension and she keeps you on your feet. You think it's going in one direction. You think she's talking about her husband. This is about her husband. But she also is talking about herself. So she weaves that story in and out. She's talking about him. And she's talking about herself. And then she hits this moment of clarity. So I'm going to play this for you. Again, stick it out. It's important. 
And when you come out of this, this concept is something that will change how your podcast works. And because of that, how people respond to your podcast. Here's Zita Christian. This is from a radio piece that she did. This is the very ending of what you heard the trailer for earlier. My spouse has dementia. The cause was stress. I needed to take care of myself. And I needed to take care of Dick in case I died first. There can be a big difference between knowing something in the brain and accepting it in the heart. One of the most important things I had to do was make changes to my will, power of attorney, and end-of-life documents. I met with my attorney. He helped me revise everything to reflect the reality of our marriage. My attorney emailed the documents to me so that I could review and sign them. It took me almost two years because I couldn't move past the fact that Dick would no longer have my power of attorney. He would no longer be able to make medical decisions for me should I become incapacitated. Now you might think, well, of course he can't. He has Alzheimer's. But you see, in the margin of the draft of my new will, I wrote a note to my attorney. It said, but what if there's a cure? It took me two years to realize I was still in denial. Alzheimer's is fatal. There is no cure. Revising those documents was another step on the path to acceptance. One of the most insidious challenges for dementia caregivers is that the ability to communicate fades. It happens slowly at first. So slowly you might not realize there's now a fracture in the connection you once shared. You might not even realize when the connection breaks. But then more and more connections break and then the day comes when your spouse doesn't speak in sentences or if he does, the words don't make sense or the words do make sense and they hurt. You can tell yourself that it's the disease swearing at you, not the spouse you love. That can be hard to remember when you're exhausted from continually cleaning bathrooms, washing soiled clothing, soiled sheets, shampooing soiled carpets. If you don't take care of yourself, if you don't get enough sleep, your nerves will feel frazzled. Your own words will turn sharp. Feelings that rise in a moment of anger and frustration, yeah, they can vanish suddenly, but the energy of your words will hang in the air like a bad odor. And you'll make mistakes. You'll forget to put the traveling packet of your spouse's meds in your purse. When you realize it's time for the next dose, You'll realize you don't have the medicine, and you'll realize you're an hour away from home. You'll overestimate how much energy your spouse has. Driving two miles to the neighborhood grocery store to pick up a few things won't take long. But if the store is crowded, or someone knocks over a display of apples, or a tired baby starts crying, your spouse's anxiety can escalate to agitation in seconds. If your spouse is male, and you have no experience with disposable undergarments for men, you might put them on backwards the first time. Under any circumstances, being a caregiver to someone with dementia is hard. Being a family caregiver for someone with dementia adds a layer of difficulty because the relationship itself has a history and the caregiver walks with one foot in what is and the other foot in what was. Straddling the past and the present, the history the two of you share is more complicated. 
it also spans your dreams. That riverboat you had planned and postponed. The fixer-up beach cottage you were going to find and renovate. Those were my dreams. As a caregiver, it is emotionally exhausting to constantly walk that liminal path between who you were as a couple and who you are now. You are grieving the couple you will never be again. And on some level, you don't know who you are anymore. Eventually, reality comes into sharp focus. When it does, you'll see how the road you're on has narrowed. At least you're navigating it together. That's what I thought until the day not too long ago. Dick walked toward me, his arms reaching, his voice sounding like that of a toddler. Hi, Mama. He's 82. I'm 74. We've been together more than half of our lifetimes. And now he's living in a world where I don't always exist. Even when he does know who I am, communicating with words is a one-way conversation. We'll sit at the kitchen table and eat while we watch the birds. He says thank you to me after every meal and every time I tuck his favorite blanket around his shoulders. We used to dance in the kitchen. Now we just stand there and hug each other as Anne Murray sings, Could I Have This Dance? All these little things are gifts of love. They're woven into the bonds of all strong marriages. They're key to surviving the ordeal of caring for a spouse with dementia. And they're right in front of you. But you'll miss them if you don't accept the truth. Alzheimer's is fatal. There is no cure. I don't know how or when the story of being my husband's caregiver will end. We caregivers learn to live in uncertainty. We're told to practice self-care and that's not empty advice because we tend to neglect our own health. We cancel our medical appointments. We don't always exercise. We don't get enough sleep. We go through the stages of grief while our spouse is still alive. There's a reason that 40% of caregivers die first. We know the truth. And we need others to know it too. Boom! That whole thing is tension. Then she just ends it. And people listening, you're one of them. Maybe you're wondering, what happened to her? What happened to Zita? Or more importantly, what can I do? How does this affect my life? Again, this goes back to the previous episode that I did with Steve Stewart. We were talking about the wedding DJ trick. When you leave something open, you are forcing the audience to deal with that. They cannot just leave it open. It's too uncomfortable. They want it resolved. Zita could have tied everything up in a nice bow, but she didn't. And because of that, we are forced to think about what happened to her, what happened to her husband, what's happening with us. Is she going to be okay? Is she okay? We don't know. Have you ever seen one of these Lifetime movies, maybe a Netflix movie? I'm talking about an original Netflix movie, something they produced themselves. There's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. Everything is wrapped up in a nice bow. They get married. 
They ride off into the sunset. They live happily ever after. That's great for kids. You got a fairy godmother, a princess. The real world does not work that way. And I'm not saying those movies don't have an appeal. They're all over Lifetime. They're all over Netflix. Because sometimes because our lives don't work that way, we like to think that a nice bow is possible for some people. But you cannot think of one of those Lifetime movies or Netflix movies that you have watched that has had real impact on people. They don't. You watch them and you move on to the next one. It's like a romance novel. You watch it, you read it, you move on to the next one. You know the average romance reader, I'm talking about somebody who really is into that genre, over 100 books a month. Is that not insane? Amazon has done a study about this. It is completely crazy. I said, how are these guys doing this? These guys are reading two or three of these things a day. It's because it's an easy read. It doesn't make you think. You don't linger on it too long. Way too often as podcasters, we leave people with a complete story like that. I mean, it's incomplete, but we wrap it up with a nice bow. And that's okay. But if you're looking to do something that gets under the skin of people, and I mean that in a good way, what Zeta has done is what you need to do. This is the kind of thing that gets people talking. It's the kind of thing that people want to share the experience of listening to with others. Think about Serial. Think about some of those grisly Netflix documentaries that you might watch. It's like, wait a minute. Did he do it or did he not do it? Is he going to be okay? Is he not going to be okay? It makes you think. And it's uncomfortable. That gets into that resolution that we talked about in the last episode. People want that resolution. They want something resolved. They want to know that it's going to be okay. They want to know they're going to be okay. But when it doesn't do that, what do you do? You start talking about it with other people. It gets you thinking. A podcast like that lasts in your mind for a while. Maybe, hopefully, it gets you to take action. And it lets real change happen. Zeta did this piece for a cluster of radio stations out in California. It went on five stations out there. The hope is that this message is going to reach people that are either going through it and they're going to know that they're not alone or for somebody who's not going through it because of the way she tells it, you only heard a small part of this story. You heard the ending, you heard the very beginning, but there's that middle ground that maybe this story with all its tension, you keep listening, you keep listening, that tension is building and she's weaving and bobbing and you're like, where is this story going to go? I want to keep listening. That maybe... You realize through listening that there are people in your life that are going through that and you have no idea. She's looking for impact. And if you want something that has real impact, this is what you need to do. If you need help with this, reach out to me, bigpodcast.com. If you want more tips, tricks, strategies to build a better podcast, get people interested in your podcast, make money with your podcast, stick around. I got them bigpodcast.com slash subscribe is where to go. That will get you subscribed to this podcast. I've got three buttons for you. iPhone, Android. I've got an RSS feed for you. However you get your podcast, I'm going to get you hooked up. It's going to be done in one click. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Thank you for listening to Build a Big Podcast. Keep making those podcasts. Reach out to me if you need help. Bigpodcast.com. And I will see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.